You're listening to the Awesome Podcast Network. This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now your host, Daniel Sanangelo and Trey Harris. We're the best podcast about motherfucking 80s films. We're the best. You're listening to 80s Revisited on your car phone or your phone or your laptop or whatever the hell you listen to podcasts on. That's right. I am Trey Harris Miyagi. And with me, my co-host, back with us, Daniel Sun. Daniel Sun. Daniel. <laughs> our, our producer, Jesse Crease. Yeah. <laughs> And this week, in case you didn't already guess from maybe reading the description or not knowing what this intro is from, uh, it's The Karate Kid, one of Daniel's most favorite movies. Is that correct? Yeah, it was one of those movies I watched as a kid, kind of grew up with it. Did you take karate after watching this movie? No. I did. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Never took a karate lesson in my life. And didn't get past two stripes on my purple belt, but... I don't. Yeah, know, I couldn't even any tell you opponent the, the one striper lower on purple would eat fist <laughs> from me. <laughs> I don't remember any. It was just a whole bunch of. You can't see people watching on YouTube can see this. But it was just. Uh, uh, you fit oh, really? one fist in front of the other. Was to it the basic side. karate or was it taekwondo or something? I mean, it was a kids' class. I don't know. Nah. I mean, you know, I mean, there was some. I know there were kids my age that were fucking black belts and shit, and <laughs> I think it's a spar with them, but. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't like on the Karate Kid where you actually judo chop the back of their head, and right? Send them to the ground, grabbing their chest, screaming. Well, they're the best around. That's true. <laughs> That's nothing's ever going to keep them down. I wish I could have moved to a town like that where the karate was hardcore. <laughs> not like, not like Walker, Louisiana, yeah. where it was just make some motions, step to the left, step to the mm-hmm. right. Anyway, Karate Kid, June twenty second, nineteen eighty four. A that day that will live in. Was even a month old. Infamy, for. The Cobra Kai. Uh, IMDb 7.1. Rotten Tomatoes, 90% audience. I'm sorry, 90% critics, 81% audience. So pretty pretty damn good. No info on the budget, however. $5 million opening. Domestically, it ended up $90.8 million. Pretty so successful. Small opening, but you know, kind of like Titanic. Small opening, but then Kept just bit, builds and builds and builds. And I mean... Uh, Based on the, you know, I would say, if I had to guess, I would estimate 10, 15 million maybe at the most. Uh, anything more than that. Honestly, 15 even seems kind of high to me for. When you think this about film. like, no, no special effects was it? Yeah, there's no big names. No, there's, yeah. Uh, although we'll get into who they could have had Ooh. in the movie later See, on. See, that's one thing I know. I know a lot about this movie. I've probably watched this movie 15, 20 times, but I don't think I looked on any of the info on it. So. Might It'll be, be news surprised to me. by a little, a few things. Mm. Time uh, to learn. I uh, was able, uh, as I am rarely able sometimes, to find out rental information. After making ni- basically rounding up to ninety-one million dollars domestically, it pulled in another forty-three million just on rentals. So that's Damn. obviously why 
Daniel LaRusso, Mr. Miyagi return, Karate Kid Part <laughs> 2, and then again in Part 3. And then uh, Ralph Macchio tries to pursue other career, uh, other gigs, while Hilary Swank pulls up the, the slack and was it the next Karate Kid? Yeah. That was it. Good job. Yeah. Uh, I've only seen that bits and pieces of that when we were on that bachelor party <laughs> over the summer. It was yeah. on, it was on oh, TV. It was yeah, like, wait. Right. I saw Miyagi and my heart skipped to be like, oh, hell yeah. And then out walks Hillary Swank. Hillary Shrine. We watched some interesting movies in the bachelor party. Cool Runnings <laughs> and Jurassic Park. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, this was directed by John Avildsen, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Most notably, he's also the director of Rocky. Yeah, and he returned that. for the worst Rocky, Rocky Five, in my <laughs> opinion. Uh, he also directed uh, Karate Kid Part Two and the cowboy version of Rocky, Eight Seconds, which I've never mm-hmm. seen. but I've watched it a long time, like right when it came out. Just yeah. don't care for Luke Perry. He's okay. And that, came, mm-hmm. that movie kind of came out when like, you know, all the chicks in junior high, I guess, were, at least my junior yeah. high, were like digging on 90210. So great, like, uh, I boycott anything with any of these people in it it was big in fifth element oh that was a huge role (laughs) in fact when i went to see that movie in the theater i was like what no like why is he in this like don't tell me he's like gonna be the comic which he wasn't it was actually worse yeah at least yeah whatever (laughs) (laughs) written by robert mark Kamen. he also did karate kid one through four excuse me one through three and the next kk Uh, he also wrote lethal weapon three and speaking of the fifth element the same writer of The Karate Kid wrote The Fifth Element, Ooh. as well as The Transporter with Jason Statham. Uh, and, of course, starring as well, the only thing he's pretty much known for, Ralph Macchio, is Daniel LaRusso. Uh, he also returned in Karate Kid 2 and 3, and also most notably in The Outsiders with other famous brat packish actors like Tom Cruise and Rob Lowe was in Outsiders, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. at least. I've never watched it, but I believe he's in it. Um, never read the book, but I've seen the movie. And Emilio in it? I believe so. Yeah. There's like pretty much every 80s male actors and mm-hmm. the outsiders in some some form or fashion. Uh, and then, of course, starring the great, late, unfortunately, and always great Pat Morita as Kasuki Miyagi. Of course, he would return in Karate Kid 1, 2, uh, two and 3. He was also a voice in Milan. But most notably before the Karate Kid, he was a recurring character in Happy Days, yeah. which is, that's, I don't remember my mom saying this, but uh, I have... I don't exactly remember her saying this, but I have a memory of her saying, oh, yeah, it's a guy from Happy Days. When we were, and, like, I didn't know he was in Happy Days. I think he kind of played the... Like a chef or something. Yeah, like, he, yeah. He, it was Al for a while. Yeah. He named Al, and then I think he did it or something along those lines. Yeah, like he bought the restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. Or, he was, I remember him in a chef's attire, mm-hmm. a fast food chef attire, not a, you know, no. Ratatouille chef. <laughs> rat- <laughs> wasn't a rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> Uh, and of course, the lovely, in my opinion, Elizabeth Shue uh, as Allie. I think she's also the name of somebody in this room's daughter. Is mm. that, is, ah, the truth ah. comes out. No, Allie after Allison from the Karate Kid. I wish it was that nice. No, no, it is. It, it's cute. Allison Nicole was the name of Andrea's baby doll when she was growing up, which was named after, of course, Nicole Kidman and <laughs> Allie from <laughs> Karate Kid. There you go. So it was meant yeah. to be. She also played in The Saint, of course, another 80s classic, Adventures in Babysitting, and and uh, one of my favorite Kevin Bacon movies, aside from Tremors and Footloose, The Hollow Man, Never which was directed by Paul Verhoeven, who also directed Robocop, which we've covered on the podcast. But most notably, you might remember Elizabeth Shue from the sequels to Back to the Future, replacing mm-hmm. the first Jennifer. Uh, mm-hmm. And Martin Cove is the villainous John Kreese, who likes to punch windshields. Actually, that was in part two, wasn't it? Or Good was job. this one? 
It was part two. Very yeah, after the tournament. Yeah. Uh, so he still does like to punch windshields. But he returns in Karate Kid 2 and 3. But most notably, he's that asshole in Rambo part two. Or excuse me, Rambo, First Blood part two. Who uh, in Rambo's there with the, the rescued POW, screaming for help, pick us up. And then Brian Denny tells him to abort, and he just stares at Rambo and flies off, sealing his fate later on. And let's not forget William Zabka as Johnny Lawrence, Johnny Law. Returns in Karate Kid 2. He was also in National Lampoon's European Vacation, but most recently and amazingly in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, I guess you haven't watched it. You keep up with it. Never mm-hmm. watched an episode. It's so awesome. In fact, like the, this is, of course, this is the, as we're recording this, it's the last season of How I Met Your Mother. And uh, he is a huge, he's been pretty much every episode this season. It's been amazing. <laughs> he wanted to be the best man. And then, like, I kid the character in the show, Ted. Spoilers if you're not watching this season yet. Like, they have, like, a rivalry about, like, Barney. He's Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Saying, You're my best man now, Ted. You're my best man now, Johnny. Mm-hmm. So it's not Johnny, excuse me, Billy. <laughs> All right. He's not really Johnny Law. He's what? He's, but they they play on that how like he was playing a villain in this movie. And so like his whole life, they like show him. They make him look young again. Like people like <laughs> fuck you. Not don't say that. Fuck you. But like throwing <laughs> crap on him as he's driving by. And even his mom's like, you know. uh Whatever, don't come to Thanksgiving. Or like, no, he says, Mom, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a best man at a wedding. She's like, oh, that's great, dear. You can come to Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> it's really great. They really play it off really great. And I think they even have Ralph Macchio in a couple episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a, they have a bachelor party. Party has a bachelor party. <laughs> they have like a clown show up and a stripper. And like, uh, they get Ralph Macchio to show up. And he's like, oh, Ralph Macchio, like, uh, Johnny Law was so much better than you, blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out at the end of the episode, the clown the whole, that was there the whole time takes off his nose, wipes his face, and it was William Zapka. <laughs> he was there for his bachelor party. Quite amazing. Yeah. But anyway, you've seen this Good movie a hundred times, which is probably two times more than I've seen it. So mm-hmm. go ahead. The floor, the excuse me, the mat is yours. <laughs> hey! Again, this was another one that I kind of grew up with, <laughs> even for the simplest things because of the name of the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have this movie on DVD. Um, special was, edition. Yeah, if Me I was too. really into, uh, you know, if I had my Blu-ray collection up more, I would eventually get it on that. If they come out with like a, what thirty, they must have just had a thirty or something ne- next year. Will be thirtieth, yeah. If they come out one of those, they'll probably screw us over and like release all four of them in one set, like they did when Jurassic Park first came out. You had to buy the crappy sequels to get the first one. <laughs> I got you. Which I waited for the Amazon sale. That's that's a weird thing. Uh, we're not going to really get into the discussion. Second one's good. Third one. It's really a bad movie, but I like it. It's just kind of kind of one of those. I, I'll still watch it. But, it was the potty mouth one, huh? It was kind of like more explicit, like a yeah. little bit, but um, not as much I, of a family movie as one and two were, because he kind of grew up a little bit, <laughs> even though he still punching looked. a guy in the face at a club, you know things <laughs> <laughs> for for talking about his not even his woman, his friend that was a girl. Uh, Elizabeth Shue, I thought was. That was my crush growing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, she got surpassed by Marissa Tomei, which you know about that. But yeah. um, Elizabeth Shue was was high up there. Um, Most definitely. Uh, what else? Couldn't have got a better villain, mm-hmm. or at least it would be a lot different if they got one. <laughs> <laughs> it, although uh, Dutch is is badass too as a villain. Dutch is that other blonde headed curly one. Oh, okay. Yeah. That uh. All the Cobra Kai kids were like bastards. Yeah, well, no, but Bobby's okay. Bobby kind of, he, you know, he didn't want to. 
yeah sweep not sweep the leg but he didn't want to like hurt hurt his knee or whatnot but uh (laughs) there's the youtube pictures (laughs) oh i wish you could just heal stuff in the way miyagi does (laughs) no shit (laughs) rub my hands together and amazing um, amount of heat yeah my wife still tries to do that it does feel good it does (laughs) but it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't do it your leg's broken Ah, I feel, that feels great. Ah, shit, it's still broken. There's a couple of, of moments where LaRusso seems a bit of an... Pansy. Yeah. Yeah. A wimp, like in... Yeah. But uh, all, all together, I could watch this movie once a week and be fine with it and not get tired of it. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi's my favorite part of the movie. Oh, God, yeah. And, uh, as, as a kid, uh, I mean, I think one of the best parts where, he, where he's drunk, where he gets getting drunk. Yeah. That's such, like, as a kid, I was just like, okay, come on. It, get on with it but then like when you watch it when you're older like that is such a good scene like Pat Marie did such a good job this whole movie my favorite uh, scene is when he finally tells him or shows him the reasoning for doing everything yeah. the wax on wax off and stuff. right but just his intensity like Marita's intensity was just mm-hmm. fantastic and there's some mm-hmm. interesting stuff coming up about that but uh, th- much like you th- this was one as a kid it was just like after I watched this movie like I was running through the house mm-hmm. you know crane kicking shit and <laughs> All that kind of stuff. One one quick thing before you talk. Uh, I do that with Allie. I'll sit Allie on. You karate box your <laughs> toddler, and I I'll tell her to paint the fence, and I'll grab her arms and move them up and down and stuff. And you'll crane kick her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like Cobra Kai. <laughs> he turns around, walks away, and on the back of the shirt. <laughs> she's doing you're her such first a step. Villain. She's like, break the leg, Danny. Wow. Hey. Yeah, but this is this is definitely a this is an iconic film. I think a lot of people in around our age group, this is one that everybody grew up with. Uh instantly recognizable, always enjoyable. Uh I really don't think they could have done a better job with it. There's really to me there's really nothing bad about this movie mm-hmm. even today. It, then why on earth would they remake it? I don't know cuz probably Will Smith said, "Hey, here's like 30 million bucks, put my kid in a remake mm-hmm. of the, this movie that he likes he that really he like this movie. No concept of. And then we're going to make After Earth and shit all over some film name. and people will not the, come and see it. The name alone sold a ton of that movie. Yeah. The, the Karate Kid, the newer one. Yeah. I mean, I was excited when they said Jackie Chan was going to be in it like as like, "Oh, that, that's a that's a good modern day representation mm. of Mr. Miyagi like and Jaden Smith." I'm like, "What? Seriously? Well, what kid would have worked?" Otherwise. No kid would work. No. <laughs> There's no good child actor these days. Actually, yeah. I would have seen it. Uh, I would have been more interested. In, let me put it to you that way. If it was Jackie Chan than uh, Chloe Moritz Grace, Hit Girl. Oh yeah. I yeah. totally would have been like, oh hell yeah, I'll go see that. Yeah. Because <laughs> she can act and she can fight, or at least that, she, makes, yeah. she makes it look. Yeah, like Yeah, she, she can makes fight. it look. Because like <laughs> again, you know, Pat Morita's. Te- you know, it's the Karate Kid. Now I haven't seen the remake. You've seen it, Daniel. We'll talk about that a little bit later. It's probably but, a stunt double though in the I'm kick-ass sure. movies, <laughs> but um. You know, Jackie Chan, he doesn't know karate. He has other, I'm not sure his exact discipline, but he's not a, I'm sure he knows a little karate, but I mean, like, cause when you're, sure when you're in that, things. yeah, when you're in that industry, like, you learn a little bit of everything, I would imagine, you know, but Jet Li is, uh, I think his, his main style is Wing Chun or, or something like that, or, or Wushu, I'm sorry, I think it's called Wushu, but, uh, you know, all those famous martial arts actors, they kind of have a discipline and then they go, like, Stagall is, uh, I think, Aikido. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you said, you know, they learn a little bit uh, from from what I've seen. Let's just talk about the remake now and get over with, so we can talk, get back, <laughs> so we can wash that sour taste out of my mind back with the original. But in the remake, again, I haven't seen it. You've seen it, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, what's your opinion of it? First of all, it's watchable. 
I mean, it w- it's not. So- I've watched it once. It's not something I would go back and watch again. Mm-hmm. So it- it's worth watching one time. Yes, it's like the Blair Witch. You know, it's mm-hmm. one of those like uh-huh. Blair Witch again. You see it all. Yeah, yeah. Everybody oh. dies in the end. Is what he's saying. <laughs> 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 Does it follow pretty much the exact same deal? Does he like crane kick at the end? No. There's some the, at the end. Move? There's some cheesiness at the end because some of the stuff looks fake. In terms of the moves, he'll do a like a, a double flip. Oh, know? so oh, that's it, that's it, what I was getting at. It, so it's not really the Karate Kid. It's the the uh, he really wire foo kung kid. fu. Yeah, that's what more I was... than karate. Like uh, we're watching the kind of the uh, the montage for the karate, uh, the new Karate Kid, but. <laughs> Yeah, there's the villain. No, that's just, that's not the main villain. But. Yeah, it's just one of the many kids he fights. I mean... Because it they, takes place in China in this one, right? In the remake? Uh, do they Japan, really teach kids oh, to Japan. be that brutal? <laughs> I mean, they're doing fucking... Mm. I don't even see that. Like, they're doing Mortal Kombat style. Uh, like, he, he moves like they're to really, Japan. They're really beating the shit out of each other. This is like yeah, kid fights. Yeah, that's the bad kid right there. Yeah, yeah. Jaden Smith and uh, his, you know, his mom moved to Japan. And they're all movie. color-coded like Power Rangers. Yeah. So if you He's see white. Any... There's the purple kid. See if they show any like big time. You can see God, all that just, waxing on and all. He just looks so stupid. Jim yeah. Smith with his dress. I mean, he had a growth spurt right after this, though. He must have. He looks, you know, like his dad now. <laughs> and this, he looks so small. Eh, I don't know if I, I mean just what I'm seeing now. Just like eh, I don't know if I could ever watch this. It's not. It's not horrible, but to me, it wasn't horrible. But fighting to a. Is really? Hot chili peppers? <laughs> Higher ground. Higher ground. That was Stevie Wonder song. Looks like they're fighting on the blood sport mat. Mm-hmm. It's not elevated. That, that was the, the the lady acquaintance. Of oh, it. yeah. That's <laughs> right. His romantic interest. God, I mean, the way they're kicking each other's ass, I'd expect them to, like, you know, <laughs> go out and get a beer afterwards and smoke some pot or do other <laughs> things that children should not be doing. There's no pads on these kids. This is like kid no. bloods. Look, he's bandaging them up. This is, he's like DDP. He's like, oh, it's also hey, your ribs are cracked. Keep going. It's also a bad trainer in this one as well, evil trainer. Yeah. This is just... they quick. Yeah, they are. I mean, seriously, they're... I just can't get over the fact it's like bare, this is bare knuckle fighting with children. <laughs> this is, I mean, are they that brutal in Japan? I mean, I know they have some bizarre stuff like tentacle porn and stuff, but I mean, this is kid blood sport. <laughs> oh, here goes Mohawk Kid up against the, the I mean, badass. Now, now, if you told me that Bolo Young comes out at the end and he's the last one that he has to beat, I would watch this in a second. Maybe that's his son. <laughs> yeah, that's his son. That's it. Let's see, Bolo Young's son would be Bolo Younger. Ah, ah, bad pun. Oh, they anyway. even do some like kung fu zooms in here. Then you do some badass uh, Michael Winslow doubling, dubbing. Yeah, ah, yeah. You will die. You kill my master. No pads, just full out <laughs> fighting. And that's not karate. Yeah, that was a little bit of. Uh, it's like as soon as they make contact, that should be a point or not. But nope, they don't pull well, them away. This they is just, China rules where right. you know. You, if you I'm, block, you keep going. <laughs> I'm expecting the duty of fatality. At the end. <laughs> I got the, I got the time. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't know. If, if it's on TV, maybe I'll catch it. I don't know. That's how I caught it. It's good to watch. It's good to see Jackie Chan doing something. Else. And, and that's <laughs> honestly that would be the one reason. I, I mean, that was the initial reason I wanted to see it till, like I mentioned the other stuff. And again, it should be like the uh, the Kung Fu Kid, not the Karate Kid. Nope, he's gonna break him. 
I should have broke his arm. You might. Anyway, this isn't a commentary for this movie that I haven't <laughs> seen. We're talking about the original, the great one. Everyone the one, on the great one. Really uh, some, some quick stuff oh, about there that. it is. Boom. Oh, oh, fatality. His heart just exploded. Finish him. <laughs> See, I told you this movie's brutal. Damn. Fatality. If you only you could. Oh wow! Look at this slow motion replay from every I, shot, and there's not a camera around the mat. <laughs> there's there's a camera right there. It just showed one. Well, that's the. Oh well, wait, that's, that's, that's a, a still, still camera. camera. Back this it dude, up. This dude's taking like that's, that's a still. That's all. I saw another camera. one that a dude had it on a, like a. Um, I'm not doubting tripod you, but or something. every other camera I saw was a still camera. Is that the show? They're taking so many know. pictures. No, it's after he, that it could be after he does motion. the fatality on. So it's after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After he does the main We're going to verify this. <laughs> All right, coming there, up. Right, still like camera. A football NFL end zone camera. Yeah. I don't He's right there. I know, he's right by right the next, that's, that's a still, still camera, oh, too, yeah. That's a big one. They, yeah, they're all I still cameras. They must have super zoom cameras in the back. Yeah, elevated must be. Or something, because... Or they have giant cinema cameras capturing this. All right. I'm glad anyway. there's a lot of evidence for the children... Gladiator arena that you know. Hopefully, we can levy sanctions against China for not only having child labor but having them facing each other in death matches. It's available on YouTube. Go check it out. That's where I found it. Uh, anyway, Mr. Miyagi is named for Choga Miyagi, who was a forerunner of karate jujitsu. Uh, excuse me, in Okinawa, Japan. Since the actual Sensei Miyagi, as he was called, created his own style of karate jutsu, which he dubbed Goju Ryu, which means hard and soft style. That's what my wife also calls out love, Megan. Ooh. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, according to Joe Esposito, who wrote and performed You're the Best, it was originally written for Rocky Three, but, of course, they not, we all know Rocky Three. they went with Eye of the Tiger instead as the main theme, uh, which is funny because... I think he's coming. Hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen... I, I want my damn theme back. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Balboa, do you actually like You're the Best better than Eye of the Tiger? Uh, you know, uh, Eye of the Tiger, people like tigers. And, uh, I like that little kid, James Smith. Really? Well, I mean, you know, if you got back in the ring, do you think you'd be able to take him? I mean, he's got some kung fu. Ain't no way! <laughs> no way I could take that! Thank you, Mr. Balboa. We appreciate you stopping by. Always, you're always welcome when Eddie's revisited. No way! Go see my movie. <laughs> we will cover one soon, Mr. Balboa, I, I promise you, when you return. But uh, And then uh, the theme song for The Karate Kid is actually the official theme song. It's not You're the Best. It's actually uh, The Moment of Truth, also performed by Survivor. Mm-hmm. But, of course, nobody remembers that song from this movie. It's all about You're the Best Around, which true. I recently finished Saints Row 4, and one of the songs on the radio is You're the Best Around. And like they play it right when you, uh, at certain moments when you kick ass. Hmm. How was that game? It's awesome. Really? It's hmm. uh, yep. quick aside. Uh, like I didn't finish GTA Four. I just got sick of the same missions over and blah 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 blah. You didn't play GTA Five? Not yet. I want to. I will. But it's on uh, sale for like thirty four dollars or something. It'll be twenty soon, or I'll get I it when it comes out with all the DLC and. Right. Right. You know, they haven't yeah. had any DLC yet. So. Or uh, I'm sure. Actually, no. They just released a free pack. Oh, really? Yeah. But I'm sure they'll have like like for maybe PS4 or Xbox One eventually like the when the PC the master, comes out probably master packer you know something like that I will definitely play it but I like Saints Four because it's completely tongue in cheek like the first mission yeah, of Saints yeah, Row yeah. Four you're the president of the United States and they're attacking the White House you don't or no I'm sorry it's a 
you go into a missile base, you're riding a missile like Doctor Strange Love, and they and you blow it up, and you're plumbing to Earth, and they start playing uh, "Don't Want to Miss a Thing" by Aerosmith, and it's the most nice. epic thing I've ever done in a game until they started playing "You're the Best Around." It's <laughs> it's it's totally tongue in cheek. It's just fun, and it's, right. I've actually laughed out loud at it. <laughs> so it's it doesn't take itself seriously, and it's four is definitely the best around. That's not GTA Five selling billions of copies. Right. Uh, the this is interesting uh, to cinema buffs. Uh, I don't suppose if you know who Toshiro Mifune is, if I'm pronouncing his last name right. I've never heard anybody other than myself pronounce it. Uh, but he's a he's a big Asian or Japanese cinema star from a lot of the Kurosawa movies like Seven Samurai, uh, films like that. But he was actually came into audition for the role of Miyagi. They wanted him to do it, uh, but he was so serious and like. They didn't want Miyagi to be as serious as this dude was. Mm. So, which then leads when uh, originally they looked over Pat Morita because they didn't want a comedy actor. Because, of course, he's coming from Happy Days to the Karate Kid. They didn't want him. They didn't want a comedic actor for this role. But he, they, he still came in and read. And after it was all said and done, he had the best read. So, naturally, the best they went around. With him. <laughs> Again, he's the best around. <laughs> and uh, did you know, Daniel, that he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for this role? No. He did not win, unfortunately, but. That wow. is an Oscar-nominated performance in The Karate Kid. Uh, and he was actually, if you watch the credits, uh, of course, we all, he's always been known as Pat Morita, but he was credited as Noriyuki Pat, quotes, Morita. Uh, that was because the producers wanted to emphasize his Japanese heritage to add authenticity to the film that he's like, it's a Japanese actor teaching this American kid mm. karate. Uh, which, I mean, just look at the dude. You don't need to... Do that. I mean, come on. I mean, as a kid, I didn't read the credits and be like, ah, good. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, the crane technique, of course, it's pretty, it's, 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 the way it's used in this film is totally fictional. Uh, of course, anybody who's seen a kung fu movie, there's like, you know, there's uh, snake style, crane style, and it's not where you act like a bird on one leg. Right. It's more of a flamingo style than a crane style. Uh, but it's, uh, there is a stance, there's an actual stance called the, the crane, but it's, you know, if you're trying to imitate kung fu, or uh, sorry, karate, and you do this, you're just imitating fake fu. Or fake ate. Whatever. <laughs> fake ate. Fake ate. <laughs> uh, this was interesting. Uh, Elizabeth Shue interrupted her studies at Harvard to be in this movie. <laughs> now, if I was going to Harvard, you know, I'm referencing, right, Daniel? Yeah. You know where that's from, right? Back. Don't don't let me down. Is it Back to the Future? No. Uh, we want we want her to go to Harvard. Oh, Saved by the Bell. Bam! I knew you'd get it. I knew you'd get it. <laughs> yes. Uh, to, so she interrupted her studies at Harvard to to be in this film. So good job. I mean, you're already you know, and she's an she's a kind of an iconic iconic '80s actress. I mean, she had a big, big career in the '80s, and since then, you know, honestly, you don't need a fucking degree. <laughs> Just keep doing movies. But, of course, I guess it's good to have something to fall back on. What did, like, Portman so, get a degree, right? Yeah. I think she, I think she went to Harvard, too. Mm. But she got all hippie-fied. And Just be a very famous Moby. and Moby. Get, get one of those free degrees. You yeah. Know? Here you go. Here you go, Bono. You yeah. Come speak. You honorary degree. Yeah. Uh, this I didn't know this until I was, I was reading some of the history of the film, but the Karate Kid is actually a name of a character in DC Comics' Legion of Superheroes. Uh, mm-hmm. which DC approved the use of the name for this film, and that's why when you look at the credits, it says a special thank you to DC Comics. Mm-hmm. This, isn't the co- this isn't a comic book movie, <laughs> <laughs> but there is an actual character name, the Karate Kid. 
And it should be said, just so everybody knows, that Ralph Macchio was 22 years old when he made this movie. And he... Looks think, 14. Yeah. Like we, and like we watched uh, last week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, was, what was that again? Ralph Macchio? Or it was on Break Doc, or Funny or Die? Uh, just for the people who didn't catch on, it. Wax on, F off. <laughs> just Google it. Yeah. yeah. And watch it. You Especially. may have watched that on YouTube, I think. Yeah. When we watched it. It was quite, quite amusing. And also, thank God that Charlie Sheen turned down the role of Danny LaRusso. Wow. Because it could have hmm. been a lot different. It would have been a different movie. Mr. Miyagi, I need to do something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Snort on, <laughs> snort out, right? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> uh, the referee in the final match, his name is Pat Johnson, and he's a karate expert and a former student of none other than the great one, Chuck Norris. Oh. Uh, That's why he, he has that nice little stash. <laughs> He's also he also instructed many movie stars in karate, and he is credited as the fight instructor choreographer for this film. Hmm. And again, speaking of the great one, Chuck Norris, uh, Martin Cove, who played John Kreese, of course, uh, he was rumored to have replaced Chuck Norris, who turned down the role because he didn't want karate instructors being presented like as villainous. Uh, come to turn out, Norris has since said that he was never offered the role, but he would have turned it down for a similar reason. So, hmm. but. Uh, of course, he does does he, he does does he does do a Miyagi s turn in the 1990 classic with Jonathan Brandis sidekicks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you ever seen that, Daniel? No, I know. I know what you're talking about. It's right. so bad, it's amazing. Oh, okay. They have this great move where they like join arms as they stand on one foot and they spin in a circle, kicking. <laughs> it's like a two-person uh, spinning bird kick. Mm. But it's great. Rest in peace, Jonathan Brandis. Wow. He killed himself. Because oh, it's got Bo Bridges in it. There he is. Mm-mm. I may remember him from Sidekicks and uh, The Neverending Story 2, which you should never, ever watch, mm-hmm. just so you know. Is that why he killed himself? Because all these movies that he, you should he never had watch? had terrible movies. <laughs> Couldn't get any jobs. It was depression or something. I got he hung himself. Uh, One of those tragic stories of Died in 2003, yet he managed to be in two more... Movies. Wait a second. 2004, <laughs> 2005. Brandis is alive. I knew it. That son of a bitch. He did it. He's hanging out with Biggie. <laughs> him, and, well, him and apparently Andy Kaufman, since Andy Kaufman's now confirmed to be alive, apparently, because his daughter showed up. Did you hear about that? No. He's not really confirmed to be alive, but there was right. like, you have to Google it. I'm going to massacre the story, but uh, he has a charity. And then each year they do something. This is like an anniversary of it. And I've, he always said that if he wasn't going to fake his death, he was going to do something like this. But uh, his uh, apparently his his daughter came to the most recent charity thing and stood up and said something. They interviewed him and just Google it to get the whole story. But now I'm seeing something dated the other uh, last week that it was in fact a hoax. Oh, that thing I clicked on just yeah. now. Because his brother, even Andy Coffin's brother, thought it was real. Like the whole situation <laughs> was real, so it added some credence to it. But now apparently, that's the last I heard of it. But now it's uh, it was a big hoax. So never mind. No, that's good. <laughs> They're all dead. They're yeah, just, absolutely. They're all they're dead. They're all pigs. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, has there ever been a hoax that turned out to be true? Like I mean, that? if I was a celebrity, knowing like you know that there's always that, I would totally fake my death. Right. Like for just like for a the, year, and then come back. And I'll be so mate, and just you know, it'd be, be like the first one, those, one to ever actually you know and do I, it. Not to sound like cold, but I would like nobody. Even my wife would know that I was alive. I'd be at the funeral, big beard, you know. Sitting there, like, seeing what everybody's doing, what everybody's saying. Oh, you just sent a camera or something. No, I have to be there myself. You have to be. 
Just the risk. I get makeup, you know, like <laughs> I get that like Heidi Klum did for Halloween and get like super old age makeup and right. nobody would recognize you and it's oh, yeah, I'm Uncle Fred. Someone might <laughs> wonder about who you are. Especially if you're a big celebrity, you know one, they're gonna then, like, screen everybody. Then I'd have to like, you know, shadow my wife to make sure she doesn't meet anybody and like interrupt her. Like or she shows up with a guy there, you're like, What the <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm trying to crack my knuckles, but I cracked them earlier, so I can't. Yeah. Oh yeah. Excuse me, Sonny, can you help me here? Whack! <laughs> you wouldn't be very good at hiding this. I, wouldn't, when I see like all the people like y'all are like, God, thank God. That podcast was so boring. <laughs> now that he's dead, we can finally stop. Who wants to take turns pissing on him? <laughs> everybody's, I like walk up and you know, everybody's huddled around the grave. I get closer. Everybody's yeah. just pissing in the hole. Like, what the fuck? Uh, just a snap immediately. Dramatic slow motion. Whip oh, out a man. shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Because you brought that along. Yeah, of course. Naturally. Shotgun funeral. <laughs> they have shotgun wedding, shotgun yeah. funerals. I mean, there should be uh, something. But it should be noted, too, that if you're listening to this and you're like, damn, I, I, complete, I haven't seen the Karate Kid, the original, in for since I was a little kid, as a matter of fact, ha, uh, playing, not playing karate, maybe you were playing karate or you were participating in karate, you could always go over to awesomepods.com, click on the Amazon link, go straight to amazon.com, and buy the special edition DVD. Not sure if it's on Blu-ray yet. I haven't checked myself. Uh, but you can do it like that. Help out the show. And we would appreciate it. But, uh, Daniel, you got what's your rewind this week? Sports. Oh, so it's... Sports Rewind. Very nice. Oh. Scooch. Uh, Karate Kid came out, what is it, June 22nd? So one of the main things I found was... Something we really haven't talked about is uh, June twenty second was a guy named Clyde the Glide Drexler's birthday. Oh. It's a little sports thing about it, but here's the thing: is that you know we had talked about like at one point your bows were really big when we mm-hmm. were growing up, and uh, there was another point where starter jackets were huge. And I had a Jacksonville Jaguar yeah. starter jacket. There was a time hmm. when they didn't have the Saints. <laughs> yeah, I was in fourth, or fifth. <laughs> and I wanted one that day. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Why did you get Jacksonville? <laughs> yeah, I know. It was one of the expansion teams. And like, oh, okay. And yeah. also, no, it was I'm... it was it was their first. It was actually where it had the old Jacksonville logo, which was like the Jaguar logo, yeah. which they changed. Because uh-huh. uh, my mom said, "Oh, like, it was for Christmas for my birthday." One of the other, she's like, "Oh, you can get a star jacket. We're going to the mall today." And I wanted a Saints one, of course. Didn't have them. They had like, I was I almost got a Carolina Panthers one. Oh, and I'm wow. glad I didn't because you know when like you said when starter jackets were big, you know you didn't want to have the same one that other people had. And, and nobody at school at that time had the Saints, so obviously Foot Locker didn't have them anyway, so uh, maybe that's the reason why. And I almost I was staring at the Carolina and the Jacksonville, I'm like, ah, I like the Jaguar logo better. Got it, and then got to school the next day. Nobody had the Jacksonville one, but the same day, uh, a friend of mine named Jarrell Pittman showed up with the Carolina one on, so I was like, thank God. <laughs> that's not the jacket I had. The, the year that they came out, it was the one where you had to pull over your head. They were like a half right. zip, yeah. which sucked. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in hindsight... No, never should when have gotten I, that. Actually, I still have it because I had garage sales and nobody's bought it. There it is. That's the exact jacket I had right there. That one. <laughs> With the terrible colors. But it was uh, also kind of, it was wild caddish colors, so that was one reason I leaned towards it. Buy it now for 80 bucks. We, uh, I wish it was worth something. No. Oh, that, you still have it? Yeah. It's actually at my office. Anytime y'all come visit me at work, you can try it on if you want. No, <laughs> if it fits, you can walk out with it. <laughs> and I always thought, like, I was so excited to, like, check it out to see if it, if it was worth anything because, you know, it's it's Star the wrong jacket. logo, starter jacket. They, you'll, they don't make, you know, it's a collect. I would assume it's a collector's item because you get a comic book where they misprint a word. 
yeah. to where it's a racial slur and it's like a $50 book instead of a $1.50. Nah, it's like 16 bucks. Hmm. No value. Mm-mm-mm. I should just bring it to Goodwill. Get rid of it. <clears throat> Erase that stain from my life. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's good enough. <laughs> no, about Carl Malone and about stuff that's like Clyde that. Clyde Drexler's I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thinking Carl Malone. Hey, come on. I was thinking Carl the mailman, not the Clyde. Um, <laughs> when I was in fourth or fifth grade, a big thing was jerseys. Mm-hmm. Basketball, the basketball jerseys. jerseys. Yeah. Champs or... It was, yeah. Or, I think it was champs or Most like people, that, but I remember distinctly, everybody had uh, Morning, Alonzo Morning or uh, Larry Johnson. Like on my... like. I was in junior at the time. I was, I was seventh or eighth grade actually, and that's the, those two were like everybody had that one. Hornets mm-hmm. were big. I did for some reason. Kind of the same with you though, and I wanted to get what a lot of people didn't have. Uh, my first one, a lot of people did have was Penny Hardaway, mm-hmm. Anthony Hardaway. Um, the second, the, my second one was Clyde Drexler. My third was Cedric Sabalas. Have you ever even heard of him? No. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he wasn't a good one to get because he really did nothing after. He played for the Lakers mm, a little while. How would you while. spell Sabalas? C E. It was it's <laughs> it was on the, the back of his right there. He'll know it. But uh, anyway, I was just thinking, did did any of y'all have any basketball jerseys? Absolutely. No. I got burned on the starter jacket, so <laughs> I never had a starter jacket. I did. I, I ain't gonna lie. Four. I always wanted a Jordan one. I never even had a football but, jersey. You know, of course, at that time, you know, it was like in that age group in that period of time. You know, uh, they were like you know fifty, sixty bucks, which yeah. was a lot of bread. Definitely. You know, I was. I remember, of course, I was saving up for Mortal Kombat, like I've told that story before. <laughs> Had to save it $73.96. Ah, oh, jeez. So I couldn't, aff- you know, I wouldn't get no jersey. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, I say I didn't want one. That was Sports Rewind. Should have been a wardrobe. <laughs> Retro wardrobe. <laughs> but, uh, of course, as Daniel said, in the real world, June 22nd, 1984, uh, not much big in history, uh, but this same day, Virgin Atlantic Airways made its inaugural flight. Big whoop. Nice. So. It lost its virginity. <laughs> it popped its <laughs> cherry. <laughs> it, land, it lands. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, Daniel, scores. What would you give the original Karate Kid on oh. the Dano scale? Probably about a nine. That's exactly what I wrote. Oh. Excuse me, typed. I type my notes, you two. Mm. <laughs> I am going to switch my Back to the Future <gasps> with next week, uh, what I was going to do next week because it's more culturally or more relevant by the time people are listening to this. Uh, I know you don't watch Walking Dead, correct? Nope. So you don't care if I spoil shit? No, I probably won't. You watch. watch you keep up yeah. with it, correct? Yeah, I keep up. So you've seen last week's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, oh, yeah, Daniel's yeah. parched. He's going to step out for a second. Just get Melissa to do it. Hey! Hey, lady. I can go in the garage. Yeah, you can do it. I'll have what you're having. Okay. Yeah. Feel uh, free. But anyway, uh, a lot of contra- not so much controversy, no, no, but a oh, lot yeah, of sure. a lot of discussion on the last two episodes because they focus on the governor. And I don't know about you, uh, the first episode I thought was the best episode of the season. Personally, uh, I liked how they were of the season. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I liked how they were at at least at that point before this past week's at this week's episode since it comes on Sundays and this right. is uh, Tuesday. Uh, I was ex. I was extremely excited the direction they could take this character. Is he going to redeem himself, or is he just going to be the same? Right. And, of course, we had this week's episode, which yeah. is, I guess that's more so the spoiler. Pretty much answered the question. Which pretty much just said, that really good episode you just saw, eh, he's, <laughs> he's going to try to kill everybody. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it really, and he's bringing weapons. <laughs> yeah. It really, 
you know, I, I didn't like this episode because it was so much like I was hoping they were going to do some really dynamic thing with this with the character. Yeah, I thought he was going to try to put those people he was with in the prison mm-hmm. just for safety. Yeah, exactly. It was gonna, it was, I was expecting the season finale to be a conference. You know, he shows up with these people and he's, just, he's like, you know, I know you want to kill me, but, you know, just take these people. Like he was going to, his character right. was going to make, and of course he's done terrible things. He tried to rape Maggie. He killed all these people. Yeah. But the whole, that whole last week's episode was all about him like, you know, he, was, <laughs> he, he gave up. He like, he, and he, right. he, he acted it so well in the whole discussion with the chess pieces and all that. He was saying... He was hiding his past on these people. He didn't want to reflect on that. And now it's just like, nope, let me kill this dude. I'm going to kill yep. this dude. I'm going to start my collection of zombies again in the bottom of the lake when Jason Voorhees him. So, unfortunately, and it's probably the same way he started his town before or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I was this, it was a good, I mean, they pretty much answered the question. There was no ambiguity to it. Because to me, a lot of people didn't like season two on the farm. Mm-hmm. But to me, I liked the tension between Shane and Rick the, the entire season was like, Oh, Shane's kind of agreeing with Rick. You know, he's his character's making an arc, and then oh no, Lori fucked it up. Yeah, and then we all saw that ended up. But it was uh, I was really disappointed they didn't stretch that out longer to see the the anticipation as to what the governor was going to do. Right. Not just say next week. Ah, he's a cold-hearted son of a bitch. Still, if not worse. Yeah, the virus thing was kind of weird for me. Um, just because there weren't many zombies in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, it just felt like it, it was. We got to show something that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need some they kind need of something drama, something they place. can fight off, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, next by the time as you're listening to this, the next episode is the mid-season finale, right? Uh, so it's supposed to be pretty drama. People theory. are not supposed to survive. Apparently, I always stop it. I DVR and then I watch it with no commercials. Like yeah, after me too. the same night, just after it airs. But uh, I always stop it before it says next week on The Walking Dead. And then I almost forget too when I watch Comic Book Men because it comes on so damn late now. Right. It's you know DVR start a little before it's like I'll hit play and I walk in there and I hear next week and on the walking dead I'm like ah <laughs> la, 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 la. yeah I don't like spoilers like that. And then I work unfortunately I work with uh, I like having people who watch the same shows I do at work so we talk about it every Monday whatever. But this yeah. one girl I work with like she goes to all the message boards and mm-hmm. she's like oh do you know they're gonna do this I'm like what. Why are you telling me this stuff? Like, I don't want to know what You're people fired. think they're going to do. Get out of here. <laughs> Which I have the power. I could do that. I could be the governor, my own little mini you governor. You warned. I won't hit her with a golf club, but I'll get the fuck, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Anyway, that was just Back to the Future, just to keep it kind of relevant. I haven't seen it, uh, anything new, really, since Thor 2. I mean to see Ender's Game before it goes mm-hmm. out of the theater. So hopefully I have something that to say about that. That can lead you to next week's movie. Exactly. My <laughs> My segue to next week's film, which is one of my truly favorite kind of not very popular 80s movies, which is The Last Starfighter. Oh, really? I didn't know you had that highly ranked. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, we'll get into it next week, uh, of course. But uh, remind me and I'll touch on so I don't lose that thought. But, of course, uh, if you have any questions, comments, any corrections, hate mail, death threats, opinions on The Walking Dead or what jerseys you had or starter jackets, let us know. You can email us at 80srevisited at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook or the web or Twitter at Awesome Pods. Uh, and don't forget, of course, on the Awesome Podcast Network, it's not just awesome because you're listening to 80s Revisited and me and Daniel and Jesse's sultry voice. There's also mm. Duo Attack, Jesse's own podcast where he interviews people such as myself and hopefully Daniel one day. Oh, yeah. It'd be nice to hear some of, some of Daniel's past, that his dark past that always comes up. Find out how we met on Duo Attack? No, did the Jesse Sedgley podcast. Oh, I thought you said duo attack and then you got I did, and okay. I said, and, and then oh, Jesse's. Okay. Okay. I don't know. We can rewind the tape later and see. <laughs> if I did misspeak, I apologize. 
But uh, and also, uh, why don't you know this Republic City Report and more to come? So check out the other podcasts if you have any inkling to like this one. Those are just as good, if not better. Yeah, that's good. And thank you to our YouTube watchers who are watching live, by the way. And until next week, everybody, I remain Trey Harris. I'm Daniel Sant. Tangelo. Jesse Sedgley. I was. I don't know why I just thought of this. Like you know, I say Calabunga. It's like obviously a Ninja Turtles reference. But this is Karate Kid, so like I just thought, oh, I should have thought about this more before this episode because you know, Karate Ninja. But I didn't, so I'll just say Calabunga. <laughs> I just wanted to say I could have thought of something good. That's good, but I didn't. On Facebook.com slash AwesomePods. And follow us on Twitter at AwesomePods.